Welcome to another Raga Radio, a special Raga Radio edition. Um, uh, I am Neon Christina, the founder of Raga NYC, and I did a project recently with um, my sister, Sade, who lives in Kingston, Jamaica, who is the creative director and one of the owners of Jamsterdam, which is a party and collective and platform in Jamaica. We recently did a collab project called Connect. It was the launch of the project. And after like a year and some change of planning and stressing and freaking out and also like getting high together and all these things um, and linking up in New York and then in Kingston, we decided to launch this project where essentially it's a way to bring people from abroad, specifically New York, because I'm in New York, um, but people from abroad at large to connect with the people in Kingston, Jamaica, um, queer and allies at large. And like the a lot of the um, the seed ideas of Raga itself, Raga NYC, kind of like highlighting people in that community on, on the land in Kingston. And I um, just wanted to do a little interview and um, talk to the people who brought, came on the trip with us. And there are a bunch of people who came on the trip and then we were involved in the program, but I selected a handful of people who we got close to or just know on different perspectives of the trip that um, I think could like paint a picture because, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh yeah, I heard you did a gay party in Kingston, turn up. But I, I'm i so close to the project and I built the project with Sade, so I want to hear from different perspectives. So from in these set of interviews, we'll be hearing from um a person who is, you know, found out about the trip, has been following Raga MIC, but actually even never even been to a Raga, Raga party in New York and just like signed up and came. You've been hearing from someone outside the States who follows both Jamsterdam and, Jamsterdam and, and Raga MIC, who lives in Canada, who signed up, who um, isn't even a person of color who thought it was an interesting and amazing and, and came on the trip. And also someone who we're talking to today, my brother, Kenny, who I work on with Raga very closely and is all up in the shits. And I'm always texting him and being like, hey, bitch, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he's just like, bitch, I, what do you want? Um, and came on the trip. So different, up, uh, and then also because the project was, um, as a reminder to everyone, not just, you know, a tour guide and not just, uh, hey, everyone, let's go have spring break in Jamaica, but very much in a way of bringing people in Jamaica together, young people, allies, queer people together. We'll also be interviewing um, someone, one of the ambassadors who was involved in a lot of programming in the Connect weekend trip in Kingston, just to get different perspectives of like how the trip went, how the weekend was from all different points of view. So today, again, we're starting with 
Penny, my brother. Hey. Um, what's up, Kenny? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Um, and I, super simple, super, you know, to the point. First of all, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm glad the interview is being done now. It's like, what, maybe two weeks afterwards because I definitely went through withdrawal and had a hard time um, returning to New York and just like all the feelings and emotions and stuff like that. But I think yeah. I can speak clearly now about my experience. I'm, I'm glad because I, uh, I need like a refresher to kind of just go over the trip to make me feel great again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. I, I like... I always tell people, I'm like, you know, Raga isn't, Raga MYC isn't like, you know, an office building with a bunch of people. It also isn't really a collective. It's like me and when I have the time. Right. <laughs> and I'm, but it's like, it's, so I was like, felt pressure to put on myself to do this interview, like right after. But I was like, you know what? It's actually kind of nice also to like have such a big thing happen, like let it marinate and then see how you feel. Because it's one thing to, like, even when I went to my trip to Kingston in 2017, I like had all these feelings. I was a rush of emotions and I came back. But I think over time is when it really hit me how strong the experiences was, which made push me to do this Connect project. Right. So how do you feel now? Now I feel a lot better and a lot more settled within myself. I had, I mean, I guess we can get into detail, but just the whole, the, the ending of the trip was really, it was like a rush of emotions. I had like a little bit of a breakdown, not necessarily in a bad way. It's just like, I didn't want to leave and I felt like, I felt um, a lot of anxiety leaving just because there was things that I wanted to do that I didn't get to do. And the connections that I made there were so genuine and I never ever in my life had felt something like that before. So all of that was just like a complete rush. And I also, I guess, um, more backstory for people who are listening, I'm unemployed or unemployed and freelancing. So Life in the States for me is just has been just like chaotic and just a lot of anxiety behind applying for jobs and like waiting for a response or just updating the resume again or, you know, updating the website again and just doing all those things again. So it's just like for me to leave, it was just like for me, it was me going back to reality <laughs> and I wasn't yeah. ready to go back. <laughs> I definitely wasn't ready to go back, especially after the time that we spent there. You know? Yeah. I mean, do you think that, um, so I was, so you had a good time. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. So okay, I, had, I had a good time. I don't even know where to start um, in terms of like, like uh, as soon as we touched down. Yeah. I don't even know where to start to be honest. As soon as we touched down. Well, uh-huh. Uh-huh. What, what are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, it's like, well, you can start with, like, what was your idea? What Because I feel like a uh, big part of the project was the build-up, right? Like, I wanted to I wanted to make sure that people obviously had time to, like, buy their tickets or get involved or find out about the project. And obviously, on the flip side, you know, there were only going to be, like, 800 people who came to Jamaica with us. I didn't even want it to be too big. I wanted it to be intimate, right. which is why people had to apply. And which not apply, just so that we just had a form. We could just tell us about who they are and what why they want to come. Right. Just so we don't like complete random people being like, oh, I want to go to Jamaica, but like have no context for why they're coming and like what the project is and end up in a situation. They're just like, what, what is this? You know what I mean? Um, I, um, there was the campaigning around the project is bigger than the physical trip. I wanted people to like, you know, 
who were actually invested in like out, weren't just like oh god Jamaica dangerous like, right. don't do that anymore. We're actually invested in being like oh was there a pride right. I didn't know that or was there wait there's something there's a there's a big organization and a gay organization queer organization in Jamaica and been operating for almost a decade like I didn't know that like people who are interested in finding about the things going on there and the people and the visual people who are there you know, outside, and the different narratives that could come out that were positive outside, like, you know, the really sad epidemic of the Gully Queens. Right. Um, so what were your perceptions about the trip before you even went on it? I mean, granted, again, you work so closely with me right. on this project as an individual. So my perspective was, of course, a lot different than anyone else's because I'm one, your brother, until even when you went to Jamaica the first time, um, just like the correspondence between... Uh, me and our mother just about your safety and everything and you telling me everything of like what went down and your experience and meeting Sade like I was completely open from then and that's just like on just like the you're my brother so I know you're not gonna lie to me (laughs) you're not gonna lie to me and if you if you tell me that you were in danger then I would believe you and if you tell me that you're not in danger then I believe you so from the beginning I had like a completely different perspective. Like I, I didn't know what to expect, but I knew just to expect greatness. And um, also going back to like the fact that like so much is going on in my life right now is surrounding my career. I even going on the trip maybe a week before I kind of forgot that I was even going. And a friend of mine was like, "Oh, you're going to Jamaica? Like, are you excited?" I was like, "Oh, sure, yeah, I'm going." <laughs> and I had to like look at the itinerary to kind of just like get myself into the mode and think of like, oh, wow, I'm going on this trip because I'm just completely removed and focusing on career. So going there, of course, um, I guess you could say I had no expectations in terms of like what to expect because I was just so in my own head, but it was the trip that I didn't know I needed, the vacation I didn't know I needed. And um, I guess in comparison, we, it was well, you broke up for a second. It was a trip. What? It's the vacation that I didn't know I needed. Right. Um, and I think in comparison, we went to me and you. We went to Mexico in February. Mm-hmm. My first time, really out of the country, except for Canada. We went to Canada mm-hmm. last year. So, um, you know, being in Mexico, like that was a great experience. But leaving, I was like, I have to experience being in a black country. I need right. to be around people that look like me and just like right. everything that's familiar. And then as soon as we touch down in Jamaica, it smells familiar. Of course, mm-hmm. the people look like me and like I still stick out as a foreigner, but it felt so very familiar. And um, that's something that I, I was not expecting. Um, like I said, the connections, connections between Sade, uh, especially as well as especially Sade, who, you know, is the co co I don't know what you call her officially. Yeah. Um and then Shelly, who we also met, and um Kristen, who basically mm-hmm. like they were the main people to like really host us and check up on us and like mm-hmm. make sure we were having a good time. And I never ever in my life have met people that I felt so connected with. Mm-hmm. Especially over a matter of like three days two or three days, or not even three or two days, within hours, um, I felt like I knew them for, for like, years and years. And that's, 
part that I think that's a part of the trip that no one could have expected. Because um, even within the mission of connect, and of course connecting us to people over there and just building these ties, right. that's something that we could have never like guessed that would have happened. Um, mm-hmm. Even we had the conversation <laughs> about Shelly, and we were like, Shelly reminds us of someone. But we can't figure out who it is, and we're just thinking and thinking. Right. And it's like there's no one that she reminds us of. It's just like the feeling of like this long lost cousin or something, or the cousin that we mm-hmm. wish we had that we never had. And mm-hmm. that, for me, is like the biggest takeaway from the trip: um, the connections and just understanding how genuine those connections are. And I understand it's a hard contrast for me living in New York, where everyone's really guarded and it's a tough, tough city. But it's still Another example, like Kareem, who went on the trip with us, within hours, again, he feels like someone that we've known for years. And it's just like, I don't know, there's no magic that, you know, there's no secret weed that we smoked for that feeling to happen. You know, it was all very, very genuine. So I think especially for me to be in this phase of my life and just like so much is going on that I've, you know, unplanned things that I've, um, I wouldn't wish on myself or, or I understand like I'm going through a, a transitional f- phase. Um, for me to go to Jamaica and be able to meet people like that was just beyond what I was expecting. Completely like euphoric and enriching. And I really do have a different perspective, not only of Jamaica, but of my own life, mm-hmm. um, of how I tackle things. Um, I'm trying my best to like, remember the feeling that I had there and just like the connections that I made there. Simple things to down to like Kareem being like this jet setter, just like, oh, I live for this project. I'm going to sign up and just go, you know, without knowing anyone. That's just like, that blows my mind because I'm just like, you could have been fucking crazy and like, <laughs> it could have been, um, what is fire, uh, fire festival? It could have been fire, mm-hmm. a complete fire festival, but he completely trusted us, and to kind of just like change our perspective of how I move in this world and how I interact with people, and just like that openness is um, something that I, you know, no one could have ever said like this is what you're gonna do, you know. Right. All the excursions and um, the party, and I think what's really important. It was this whole trip was so much more than the party, right? Like right. a lot, lot more than the party. The party lasted like what four hours, four hours or so. <laughs> right. You know, the trip was so much more than the party. It was really a feeling that we, I can't put into words. And um, of course, the party being a special part of it to see people there and be able to facilitate a space, a safe space for people to like, you know, dirty wine in the pool and do all of the things um but yeah the the project in itself is just like so overwhelming i was so overwhelmed with emotions <laughs> as you know <laughs> right yeah that makes me happy you know i i, I could t- talk about it all day i could read it write an essay right. put it in a caption picture all day but it really was something, and I, and I always said to people, it's like, it's like not that Raga is a travel company now, but I think that I want to do this one project where people can see, it's kind of the same thing like anything. It's like a, the same thing as dinner, par- dinner parties or the same thing as uh, dancehall parties. Um, 
you can see, you know, videos of Hudati whining on YouTube all day right. and like listen to music by yourself in your room and like, you know, you know, all day in your house. But it really is something different to be in a room. Or you can even go to a party where, yeah, they're technically playing five, ten minutes of reggae or go to the banjee club and like, you know, be around other queer black people and like listen to this music for a couple of minutes or so. But something specific about what the Raga dance was trying to do, something specific about what these Raga dancers are trying to do, being in the physical space with people right. is like not, it, it's a whole different thing to that. You know, and I, I tell people, I'm like, you know, when I say a year of planning, it was no joke. Like I really wanted to make sure that everyone, so like for the people listening, just so they have reference, like Shelly and Kristen were people on the, were people behind the scenes in the connect team who helped us like, produced the the weekend so they worked helped us with the party and they helped us with the beach day and they helped us get this person to that location and helped us like set up for this and like make sure that there's so much like organization and like on the ground work that needed to be done but also just like obviously working with Sade for to recruit those people people in her life she trusts and knows have good energy right and who will and when we're all we are just kind of like there's nothing to be done when we're just sitting down right, at the right. beach smoking a blonde, eating some food, right. that they would like, be able to engage in those conversations and bring that good energy that, like, you know, people from before and who maybe still have their questions about being there and the moment in Jamaica, being like, can it be like, so, what is it like to be gay here? And right. they can just, like, talk, and they can just, like, chill, and it doesn't have to be always being an interview, but they can have, like, a genuine connection. Like, we, to the nitty-gritty, to the top line of, like, party, 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 we're going to throw a gay party, to, like, nitty-gritty of, like, what are people going to be eating during that beach day? Like, what do we want to feed people? Like, what is, what kind of boat? Who's the man who's riding the boat? Is he chill? Is he? How does he feel about gay people? There's so much work. Right. <laughs> I mean, even down to, like, um, the day where we went to the beach and it just being making sure that the day that, that we went was a day that no one would be there. So we yeah. can feel as comfortable as we want to feel. You know, you were yeah. in a freaking bikini. I was literally in poop and like the panties. <laughs> and, and so, and it makes me happy. Like, and, and so, like, all the details are being worked on, bringing the right team to help us make that all happen. But also, like, it, it's called connect and because that's the simplest way. Like, we wanted people to connect. Like, you can't, you know, you could read an essay all day about how, oh no, the gays in Jamaica are actually really chill and they're fine and get into this person's profile and, don't they look fab? But to um, go right. meet that person right. and talk to that person for three days right. and something wrong with them really is some different shit. Right. <laughs> you know, we talk about the... all the time with Raga and in, in the feature right. with Raga, it's just like what what happens beyond the party? The party lasts a only amount of hours, and within that party, you might grind up on them, and that's it. So, what happens beyond the party? Like, we're humans behind the behind the party, and we have lives behind the party. We have, you know, the social things behind the party, even just vibing. There's everything that goes beyond just like a party or even a party, a trip or whatever. And mm-hmm. like, so again, like I said, the excursions were absolutely great. But the, the most genuine parts to me, even, excuse me, the most genuine parts to me were really just like us driving in the car, you know. Listen! You know I mean? Just like us, Shelly, like on the beach telling us all this history. And I forgot the one thing that they told us. I have to ask again, but um, like the little cultural things, like you know, um, 
when the cantaloupe fell off your plate and it's like it means it had a meaning to it like a jamaican meaning right Right. something's gonna something's coming to you like it just confirmed that right. something's coming to you all those little things are what made the trip for me because it's just like I can't get that from a book I can't get that from an essay I can't get that from no. someone's YouTube tutorial no. on how to speak Patois I can't get that from anything you just have to be there right. and be within in the moment and to um, yeah. capture it and like I said again those are things that you can't put in words it's just like it's just a feeling and the, the vibes and which I'm so completely thankful for because no one could write that shit up. And yeah. something that stuck with me, not, it didn't stick with me, but just remind me of the same thing that we have here in the States with gay culture. Shade was like, you know, you're my family, you're my chosen family. And it's just like, shit, it's the same exact thing. The same exact mm-hmm. thing as like we say, gay people just exist everywhere. So my queer person, my, my queer, the queer version of me exists in Jamaica in some particular capacity and that they mm-hmm. it's probably Nigeria and like anywhere else in the country and I think that <laughs> a funny thing to know is um Kristen is just exactly like me which was like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was quite mm-hmm. ter- it was quite terrifying because it's just like she's just like, you must have- I was like <laughs> You are exactly like like her mannerisms, just like her her like um, quietness and her um mm-hmm. her coyness is just exactly like me. It's just like to see that, especially to see myself there within you know, kind of like to pin myself as a person there. It's just like we exist mm-hmm. all over the place. So how could I ever one turn my back or two not get a chance to know you? You know. Right. Especially when no, I, it's, the it's, opportunity it's, is presented. Right. It's funny you mentioned the, in the car, right? I, you know, we wanted to make these, like, obviously, you have to get people's attention. You want to create these big, you know, beautiful experiences for people from the party to the beach day. And then, like, there's pictures of the beach and how beautiful it is. And we're going to have this DJ. And then we're going to have go hiking and then this and this. And make it all, like, pretty, like, these like elaborate, beautiful moments, but really also those tiny ass moments. I remember the first time I again was in Kingston and years ago, and since I was a kid, and it really was. I remember sitting in the car, and this is like maybe a couple of hours after I met Shadi for the first time, and I was like, I cannot believe I'm in Jamaica, this place where literally I was terrified of. Right. Like people, I I've been. It has been passed down to me from the media, my own family, friends, to be terrified of. Right. Like I will literally be lynched in this on this land, lynched more so than in America, which is ironic. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in this motherfucking car with people who I don't really know who are getting to know who fully embrace me from jump. Right. I am getting high as a motherfucker. I'm in a car with a bunch of gay and queer people. Driving around, blasting dance hall, hitting the blunt, bitch, right, passing puff right. pass, headed to a party. Just like, oh, well, we're gonna get the bottle. Let's go get the. Oh yeah, okay, cool. We need to go buy some more weed. All right, what's the address for the party? Just kicking it, driving right. around Kingston. I would back when I was growing up in Long Island, just driving around with my friends, right. just like I would with here in in New York City with my friends, just like. In, you know, get in a car or in my car, just driving around, hitting the blunt, just going to a party, hanging out, totally fucking chill. And I, I think that that was the moment outside, like, oh, you know, all the bigger things that are like, oh, I did to this and we did this beach and we did this. Mm-hmm. And I, 
you know, had this experience. It's the small things too. It's like, wow, I couldn't, you can't really, you can act, you can't really like, you have to experience that first person. Like there's no really way to talk about how important it was. Cause it also made me feel like, damn, I'm really a big part of the project for me. And I, and I hoped kind of like vibrated out to everyone who came to the trip was, American privilege is really lit. Right. I think that's another big thing about the trip. It's just a big record. I recognize my privilege a lot more in so many cases. Um, My queerness, um, how much money I make on a regular basis, my career, just like me being able to travel. um, Yeah. All of like, because at the end of the day, Jamaica still is a third world country. And it's kind of, um, from my perspective in the States, we don't really think of it like that. But when we're going there and spending like, yeah. what, money, some like, what is it? I don't know what the conversion is. Like $100 is like 90 cents there. So it's just like, yeah. kind of just like a reminder, even down to privilege of just like being able to, to exhibit your queerness or even how political it is to wear certain things. Um, mm out at the party. That was one of my biggest concerns. It's just like, as soon as I got there, I was like, oh shoot, what am I going to wear? Because you know, we like to skin out (laughs) for the party. So I'm just like, is it going to be too much? Am I going to be doing, you know, all these things? And it just reminded me of, no matter of what I end up wearing, it just reminded me of how privileged um, we are here in the States. And just again, just like how we can't turn our backs on our queer, our queer selves, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm living off of the movie Us, so I feel like my tablet is lit. That's it. It's real. It's my actually <laughs> it's real ass shit. It really like, is. We can't turn our backs um, I'll turn our backs on our queer uh, selves in other countries. And yeah. also, just like the I recognize my privilege and it's also a matter of not like um necessarily running to people with money because when I don't have money to be just throwing at people, but that's not solving anything. Like right. the conversations that we have, the genuine conversations that we have are, are, are is it going to be what's going to take us to the next level? Yeah. I'm so thankful for like, even, so we had the party and then after the party, it was so f- fulfilling because I saw like people were, like really getting their lives and it was like a lot of people who just didn't even want to leave and just were like sitting down. And that, sparked up a random conversation with someone and then which ended up to us like exchanging um information for on instagram and we talked back and forth and it's just just i think the key word for me is just genuine you know just completely genuine it's just like we're not talking about necessarily politics or money or anything it's just a, a genuine connection that goes beyond the party, you know, that was after yeah. the party. That was like, you know, it's not like this hype about this. I, it's just so much more than anything that I could really think of. And it's just it's the key word for me really is how genuine all the connections were, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I really, really am glad. Again, I, I for everyone listening, y'all don't understand. Kenny is, I, I go to Kenny with like, bitch, should I make it blue or green? And he's like, girl, I don't <laughs> <laughs> what do you want man and he's all whatever I'm, I'm making fun but always well i mean you're but you're so close to the Raga right. project well that's what I, I, i'm glad you mentioned that because i was so close that i like i said i kind of forgot about the trip i wasn't really 
not that I wasn't excited, but I, it was completely out of mind, out of sight for me right. with the trip. I was just like, I'm doing this thing. And I, well, I, you're my brother, so I'm supportive always. But like mm-hmm. for me to have this experience, I, I remember when I, <laughs> when I broke down and I was like having my panic attack, not panic attack, my anxiety attack. I don't know if you said this right afterwards or maybe sometime, but you were like, well, my job is done because like... Okay, so for everyone, everyone <laughs> listening, everyone listening, like, you know, again, for like, I, Kenny's so close to the project. I remember coming back from Jamaica uh, in 2017 and saying to Kenny, like, I think I want to do something there. And Kenny was like, hey, I'm like, you had a great time. You were safe. You know, I was, you know, of course, I was worried about your safety, but you were fine. Everything was great. Dab, you should totally do it. And I've been talking about it for a year. And it was, there were a lot of ups and downs through all that time of like, maybe we can't do this. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we can't afford this. How do we do this? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, is it good? Should I, you know, even my own insecurities of like, I was safe there. I had a good time there, but do I want to start a project in Jamaica? Can I do that? Can I, can I trust these people I met? Yeah, they're all chill, but can we do a project together? Like there's so many things that came up. And in the end, I was just like, I'm going to do this. I can do this. I should trust myself. I should trust people. I should trust my intuition. And I should just build something beautiful that right, I think will resonate with people, even, even the closest people, because I'm having all these back and forth, but every time... You know, I jump, I jump into territory that makes me a little nervous. It's probably for the best because it'll be most rewarding. Anyway, not like and then this has been new because I've been working on this for so long, and Kenny's been so close to all of it. But I remember getting to. I do remember even thinking to myself, and just so I, I'm talking, telling Kenny now, but even thinking to myself, I was like, my job will be done if I can even change Kenny's mind, you know, like, the, like, let alone like someone random or someone who just it for the trip or someone who like came to the rock party a couple times, but like, you know, it's like, you know, oh, that was fun. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to come to the Raga thing and came to Kingston and their mind is blown. And they're like, oh, this is amazing. My, I will be satisfied. And I know that I, we have done a good job. If I know the people closest to me who have been all up in the Raga mission right. since day one are like blown away. And I remember listeners the last day of the trip or around the last day of the itinerary for rug for the connect trip kenny full full blown breakdown full blown cry <laughs> full blown. I, I was like what does that sound i go to know kenny's with it's not there's it's viola davis in the, on the on the feet kenny is giving you full blown oscar nomination like mama no and i'm like wait is this? it's like sis what's going on and kenny was just like I can't do it. You can't let me go. And I was like, bitch, what is the problem? And I, and I tried to investigate because I didn't, again, I didn't want Kenny to cry, but I was just like, I will be, it'll, it had, it will have touched me if I could replicate the feeling that I had. Right. I, I really, I, you know, I could write essays all day. I can make all this art, but I, and I could do this, but do that. But if to just literally replicate, if not amplify the feelings I had in 2017 when I went to Jamaica would change my life. I remember even a flashback to a podcast I did with Devon of Yardi, who's in the Raga family. He does a platform called Yardi, MIC, everyone get into it. And he talked about like going to Kingston, excuse me, going to Jamaica and like having a good time and like that breaking down some of his fears and insecurities on being on the island, but because he's Jamaican and queer. But then also he took the chance and he went back home to see some of his family back there and how he was like nervous and he started to call his mom and he was freaking out. It was like an emotional mess. And then he did go and it was like this revelation and about how he's like, 
all this time I could have been making connection with these people yeah. and people where I'm from and all this stuff has been in my head and has been like and his family has always been supportive of him and, and his queerness and all the art he does. So it really has been, you know, the unfortunate darkness of, um, I'm sorry, the unfortunate darkness of media and what he's told and the, with this article he saw there or you know, the gully queens, the gully queens, the gully queens. Oh no, the, but the gully queens, they're going to hang you. They're going to hang you. And he still went and had this amazing connection with his family there and came back and was able to tell me that to inspire me to, again, go to Jamaica, do this thing. And if I can pass down just the like, you know, demystification, the like openness, the like, holy shit, like I did not even know my tethered is some, you know, right, <laughs> my yeah. tethered is out there, and that's a horror movie, and clearly that's right, just, right, right. <laughs> but this real shit to that of like the you know as Americans we're like they're, we're surrounded by fear all the time or right. the influence of fear through media and just we're supposed to be afraid all the time oh shit buy another gun oh shit but what about this or like don't they hate gays there and this right. this this really the world it sounds so cheesy but it's motherfucking real the world is not this big scary essence most people have good in their hearts right and right. on yeah. black people including myself it's street smarts you know if you you can smell when someone's shady right you can smell when someone's motherfucking shady you know not to walk down that dark alley gay or straight right. you know what right. i mean so how can i like how can I make have all those like oh aha uh-huh moments for people who are even closest to me? And when you were breaking down in that room, I was just like, "Bitch, I don't want my Oscar done it." <laughs> Honestly, yeah, get I it. was like, I was really ready for you. Like, all right, let's see if you can see it actually. I was ready to pull out my credit card and be like, "Okay, whatever." Let's like figure it out <laughs> with no money in my account. But I think another thing to add, or just to like to add to the story of just like my expectations so going in i had no expect to be honest i had no expectations of the connect trip like good or bad i was just like um i signed up i'm gonna go we'll see what happens whatever happens happens i hope i get my life but whatever but one thing i was looking forward to was um we planned to stay an extra two days and we those extra two days were to be to just to chill and also to visit our family in montego bay so that was my only expectations, really. I was like, no matter how good or bad this trip goes, I know I'll get to see my family, um, Auntie Kid, who came to the States as an adult, and then she moved back um, after yeah. she retired. And she was like, you know, I don't know how she's living, but I've always made the assumption that she was living the life. Um, mm-hmm. This is because I know I haven't heard anything otherwise of like her living in poverty or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So... I was really looking forward to like the the moment to kind of like go back to the house that we went to as children to to just match up my memory with what it looks like now and also to see Auntie Kid in her true element. So when the ending of the trip came along and that we weren't able to like go, also our mother was like, oh, she was called us and was like, don't go because she had a dream. So it was a combination of my mother saying not to go, us not going, the anxiety of the day kind of just fizzling down and just like, you know, I felt like I was like, oh, this it's incomplete, it's incomplete. And it felt so incomplete because I went in with the intentions of going there. And also just like, I didn't want to go back to my <laughs> the reality of New York. And it's just like, right. 
all of that was just like a complete like flesh of emotions. Just like I don't want to leave. I absolutely don't want to leave. <laughs> but I, and I and you know what's funny too. I said this. I remember saying this to you then, and I say this to you again now. It's like, but you know, the beauty of this project and this and this trip was is that like now you have roots there, right? And so they're really, if anything, now there's no excuse for it to be that one time you went. And when now it means like you can go and start your obviously not literally connect, but like go and like you know go find out who are the fabric makers in Jamaica. Right? Is there a fabric maker in Jamaica? Like. You know, I'm going to go back and go visit my aunt. I'm going to go back and see, do a project where I like get maybe, because you look at the work that Raul of Luar is doing. I love Luar. Shout out to Luar. Hey, bitch. Um, the, he works with, he does his fashion line Luar and he, when to create his um, fashion lines every season, he goes back to Dominican Republic and works with his family and people he knows there mm. and vendors and fabric makers there in, in Dominican Republic. What does it look like for us to build real roots? Right. As queer people in the Caribbean that aren't just like, oh, I live for that dance hall song and I did this one trip and or, you know, I, I saw a documentary about the Gully Queens and I've been proud to be Jamaican, but whatever. What does it look like for us to actually like build roots that are real, like in our homelands? Like, and, and that's and that's people of color conversation is one thing. I'm talking about black ass people right. doing that in black ass countries. I'm talking about not even just black people, I'm talking about all queer ass people of color, but doing that in a black country, right. especially in a country that has a, an, an unfortunate and, and, and unreal, you know, real. And I got, of course, certain situations and, and, and things that have happened in the past and currently even still happening in relation to harm towards the queer the queer community, but has a very dark reputation of like being so-called homophobic or transphobic. Mm -hmm. What does it look like for us to actually like be in that land and be making change and be making connections? And even if it means just going and hanging out and like right. having friends you go see in Jamaica every couple of years, or every few times a year, what does it look like for you to just up and go to Pride? They've had four Prides. What does it look like? We're so like kind of like, is World Pride coming up here in New York City? 2019 was it like for us to go experience pride somewhere else for over like this whitewash coca-cola version pride version in new york city what does mm -hmm. it look to experience mm -hmm. pride or duvet you know like there's so much we know as caribbean people who are first generation what it, what our, what our culture how important it is to us as we get to express it with things like this raga project that i'm doing but what's right. it look for us to have our own individual connections to the actual place and to the people i think that that is the like the, the part two of the goal that would be my dream for because i look at the work that i look at that moment that devon told me about going back to his seeing his family there and kind of like having someone like oh they want to see me and we just right. and he just Literally, he he said, Chris, it was the most beautiful. I can put the link in bio for people to listen to. It was the most beautiful moment. I, it wasn't about like, and it, we just like sat on the porch in right, silence, not right, right. the sunset. He's like, I just hung out with my my, my like my family, and we just like chilled out. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's beautiful. You know, what does it look like for that to for for to be chill moments all the way to like starting projects there, like with Raul doing um all the work he's doing with his family back in Dominican Republic. I mean there's so much possibility if we just were we're able to erase that fear because that fear is a lot of times, you know, it's in our head. And that's because and that's not our of our own fault completely. Like we live in America and America like teaches us to be afraid of everyone. You know? Right. I mean, yeah, very true. Um, the great thing is I've had conversations and I just have to, I mean, we'll talk afterwards, but there are ideas in in mind about just things to do um, with the people that we connected with right. or, you know, just business ventures going forward, um, which I'm really grateful for because, you know, 
I could, you know, easily collaborate with someone here, but why mm-hmm. not do it with my my peers in Jamaica, you know, to give right. them that resource and just open up another door for all of us, really. Yeah. I, I remember one of one of the conversations I overheard in the in the hiking day at the Connect Trip was, you know, Sade and a couple of people who were ambassadors and people who worked with the project just being like, I'm glad this all finally happened. You know, Sade called it out like she she saw it though. She's like, This doesn't happen as often as it should. And for a community that is big, but we all kind of know each other, you know, we don't work together enough. And and it and you know, I'm glad that I met with Chris because we were able to do something like this. But we should be doing this outside of Chris. Like we need right. to be connected with each other and i was like shit this is the same conversation we're having in new york like mm-hmm. you know like not even and not even on the like community 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 because you know the community will fuck your husband if they were <laughs> soul food y'all i'm just saying yeah. <laughs> movie. but yeah you know there are a lot of like misconnections that can be happening in in the queer community and and the queer especially the queer community quick um mm-hmm. caribbean community in, in new york that something like Raga is attempting to kind of like bind and bring together, but I want people to be inspired to do this on their own, you know? And right. I think something like the kind of reinforces like outside the club or even outside a gallery show, like let's link up, let's connect with each other, like on a real ass level. Like even again, if it is to celebrate and to like, you know, go on a trip together or go hiking, but you know, let's not be afraid of each other and let's actually connect, you know? Right. Let's not be afraid of each other. I think it's another big, keynote of like or just like to congratulate you with just like the whole experience working with Sade because that in itself is like um something to speak on because you're collaborating with someone who's in another country and you're trusting them to do x y and z and just the ability to like you said trust your instincts and um you know use your gut to work with someone and I'm so glad you did because I told Sade I was just like I'm very glad to meet you, and I'm just like, just to let you know, like, Chris is my brother. <laughs> Chris is my brother. I'm very protective, so I'm always, like, looking with an extra eye, and I'm glad that, you know, within the time that he's told me about you, I've never felt anything, um, mm-hmm. anything for me to tell him that he needs to be concerned. And ironically, the first, within the first hours that we're there, we're, like, sleeping in her bed, napping before we get into check into our hotel. And it right. really goes to say, goes to prove me wrong, not only prove me wrong, but to make me think differently. Just like we can trust each other and just be a lot more open. I know living in the states or living in New York, which is bred a lot harsher, but just like you can trust people, um, especially. And I only reference that because I know you've had bad experiences, so it's just like. Hello. That, that bad experience should not um, influence everything else. And, yeah. you know, especially with partnerships and just thinking forward. And, and especially when it comes to um, us as Black people, it's easy to write someone off and be like, they're canceled and, and say, yeah. this type of person is canceled for my life forever. But I think it's a testament to just like, to keep pushing forward and to kind of like, there's no such thing as canceling. Uh, your, mm-hmm. queer, your queer allies, you know, because people are going through things. Even the yeah. people who have and, and, looked down on, not looked down, but kind of like had negative things to say about us doing this trip and we're like, well, you know, I I don't support them because they don't, they don't like gay people. And it's just like, well, how could you say that, you know? Yeah. I understand. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really, 
Yeah, I understand mm-hmm. everyone's at their own level, but it's just like it's all a reminder to kind of like to just really think differently and to tr- put more trust in one another. And even if you can't, just understand that they're going through a phase and keep it moving forward in a positive manner. Because um, we, there's nothing to, we lose more by canceling people out and being like, I'm never going to do this. Um, and that's really, I'm really speaking to myself in this case because I'm quick to cut someone off and be like, well, you know, that's it for you. But I've, I've learned to think a lot differently after this trip um, and to be a lot more courageous and put myself out there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Um you know, it's it's uh, it's I'm I'm it brings me brings me joy because it was not an easy project to make happen, right? And didn't even think it would happen not that even that long ago. And I, you're so close to the Rago project that like if you have had all these like profound moments and and like the, these feelings, and I, I know that we did a good job, and I hope that even even the more people get to feel this feeling, and like right. again, you know, we will be doing this next year for everyone listening. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't be completely the same, but it's going to be even better. So stay tuned. And um, yes, and, and if everyone listening, I appreciate your support. And thank you so much. And thank you, Kenny, for taking the time to do this. Like, I no really problem. appreciate it. And yeah. everyone, stay tuned for more pre- post-connect interviews, because I think that, you know, I can sit up here all day on a pedestal and pink panties and tell you how lit it was. But right. I hear from people who are there from different points of views. Right. Then I'll need to, you know, let y'all host now what we do. Yeah, I'm excited to hear. I'm guessing you haven't spoken to Cream yet, but I'm excited to hear his point of view of like the whole thing yeah. because, like I said, I'm so close to you, so my perspective is a lot different. I would, yeah. I would love to know um, his thoughts going in and leaving because he did tell me a bit leaving, but I guess I'll just save that for his. He can tell his own tea. I don't need to spill his tea. But I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you for talking. No problem. And I'll highlight you soon. Okay. And everyone listening, thank you for listening. And stay tuned for the next episode of... uh, Wait. Wait, before Hmm? we go, actually, before we go, just like an official thank you, like I've told him thank you before, but I want to list out a couple of people to thank. Of course, Shade, Mm -hmm. Shelly, Kristen... Jade, who hosted us at the oh house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Tammy, I believe it was, Emily, mm-hmm. and everyone else. That, I think that's another thing. Like I never remember names, but all of a sudden I'm there and I remember everyone's name at the first moment. So just like, thank you all for mm-hmm. making us feel so comfortable. And yeah. um, being out, really our extended family, it's, it's beyond like hospitality. Um, it's so, and it, like like I say again, it's all genuine. So thank you so much for making us feel so at home. We can really call you guys like extended family. Yeah. Hey, um, okay. Um, thank you and stay tuned for more from Raga Radio Post Connect. Force, yeah. Blessings we are reaping, we coercing on full. 
We no rise and boast Yeah, we give thanks like we need it the most We have to give thanks like we really supposed to be thankful Blessings all for my life and Fall